Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. This morning, I have my friend from the Garden State, Jennifer Mazaway, who is a partner in the real estate land use uh, practice at Genova Burns, a regional firm based in Newark, New Jersey. So, Jennifer, what's going on with uh, the city of Newark? Well, there's a lot going on in Newark. Um, there's a lot of different asset classes and types that are getting approvals through uh, the Municipal Planning Board and the Zoning Board. Um, lots of multifamily, um, in addition to uh, a hefty amount of industrial as well. Uh, there are challenges to both of those types of developments, though, in Newark. Um, there's a big push by the city for additional affordable housing, and so that is kind of often one of the stumbling blocks that you'll see uh, with developments actually coming to fruition there. Uh, they have uh, an inclusionary zoning ordinance that requires 20% of uh, all units to be affordable. Um, and then on the industrial side, it's a little bit of a challenge because uh, New Jersey has a new, fairly new environmental justice um, statute that's being rolled out, right? You know, regulate, regulations are being rolled out. Uh, which impacts a number of industrial sites in in Newark as well. So while those what, are two, what type of effect does it have? So it really impacts kind of your um, high high polluter type um, type uh, industries, but um, there is a significant groundswell in the um, in the communities to stop those types of um, uses from coming in. Even though uh, you're talking about uh, zones that are for you know zones for heavy industrial so um it, you know the, those types of uses where even if they would be permitted there'll be a significant amount of um community input and involvement that goes into whether or not those are going to be able to, to now what built. about the redevelopment of office buildings into residential so that's happening in newark uh, a couple of different projects that uh that i know of personally and then there's also the anecdotal information that I'm hearing from others in other communities. But yeah. in Newark, um, there's uh, the Fireman's Insurance Building, which uh, is a large office building next to uh, New Jersey Performing Arts Center, is being redeveloped into residential. It's also a historic building, so um, it is uh, eligible for historic federal historic tax credits. And uh, it's a beautiful building that will remain and that will be able to be um, – an income-producing property in the city where now it's a vacant office building. What about the IDT building? And IDT, which has been kind of in people's minds to be redeveloped for at least a decade, um, now at least has an approved plan for a significant amount of residential to go there. Um, and again, now that project, you know, that property is not an empty or vacant property now, but it's definitely under-leased, there's uh, uh, under-tenanted. So the idea of converting that to a residential uh, project is actually very appealing. What's happening with the studio business, with Lionsgate, Netflix, you know, in Jersey City, you know, Bayonne, Newark? Yeah, the, the film industry is definitely uh, very robust in, in New Jersey now. So um, in Newark itself, you have in the South Ward, which is typically a very um, um, under- you know, uh, underserviced ward as far as new developments go. Um, you have a big project there for Lionsgate, uh, and that resulted in the demolition of uh, a very old um, 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 uh, housing project that had been there for a long time. And so this is a really nice way to uh, 
I, I think, improve that property in, in a ward that I think needs really needs the rateables and needs the um, needs that activity to happen. And then um, Jersey City is is exploding also with with film studio space. Um, Netflix is signing on to do to Fort Monmouth to do a big, big project down there, which is a real boost to Monmouth County as well. And then Bayonne and we're here, you know, we hear of Kearney and Harrison being in play for the also for those types of developments. Okay, what about the repurposing of malls of like the Sears in Wayne? Yeah, so um, we're seeing that too, like that, you know, you're taking real um, anchor tenants that are either uh, going out of business, going bankrupt, or just not really viable in the size that they are, and finding ways to repurpose those spaces. Um, in you know the Willowbrook Mall in Wayne, they've repurposed the Sears into a Dave and Buster's and to a, um, uh, another um, eating establishment. Kind, I think trying to change the way people view going to the mall, and then you have American Dream, which really is kind of the compilation of that, where you want to be an an all purpose uh, a destination. It's not just a mall. It uh, re- there is restaurants, new restaurants opening there all the time, and then they have. Uh, a real robust offering of different types of activities for families and for people to, to, to kind of drive traffic there. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think one of the leading cities is Jersey City. What's happening over there with regard to the residential and the office market? It remains super hot in in um, in Jersey City. The multifamily is uh, is not really slowing down there. Um, the planning board is filled week after week with with uh, with new applications for primarily um, mixed use, but multifamily mixed use projects. Um, and then on the retail front. You have um, a couple of things that the city's done, which is really great. They um, they closed off, new, uh, and this has been for a little while, they closed off a piece of Newark Avenue to cars, and now it's all a pedestrian um, <clears throat> thoroughfare with restaurants and shops and things that you can do um, without the idea of having the traffic there. So it really becomes a great um, meeting place and gathering place for the people of Jersey City, and they are doing that in another part of Jersey City as well. So, what about the transit-oriented developments like uh, taking place in Morristown and other cities? Well, yeah, that's still, I, I think that's still really the best answer for, um, for, for the you know, that's really the best development. 
because you're getting a nice mix of millennials and people that want to, they're either still working in New York or working in, in other cities, but um, they want to be able to have a place that, that has all of the amenities they want. Morristown has tons of shopping and ton- and restaurants for, for millennials and, and really great access to the train. Jersey city obviously has that and has had that uh, between the path and the train. And Newark has that with, with the, uh, with New Jersey Transit as well. So, um, you know, near Broad Street Station, which is, you know, a one or two seat ride to to Penn Station, New York, you have uh, several new uh, projects that are either contemplated or being built. There's one being built right now. What about Gateway in Newark the, well, with the Onyx work? Yeah, Onyx has done a really great job of repurposing Gateway. Um, you know, when those buildings were built, they were meant to keep people off the street, really go from Penn Station to your office without ever having to touch ground in Newark. And what Gateway has done is they've transformed Gateway 1, which is directly across the street from New Jersey Transit, and made it a real inviting space for people to come not on the ground floor and then invite them into the building to then a brand new repurposed concourse, which has a number of new, um, mostly fast casual restaurants, but both national retailers and local. And so it's a really great opportunity. We have not had a lot of national... Um, food coming into into Newark. So this is a great opportunity to have those kinds of places. What Chip about, City, things like that. What about hospitality, uh, hotels? Hotels are very difficult. Um, we are finding our clients um, having a hard time refinancing on hotels, and they can't really seem to get uh, financing for, for a new ground-up construction either. It's been uh, a very difficult, um, that's been a very difficult sector. What about financing in general right now? Uh, with investors out of the market, it's a little difficult. Citizens hasn't picked up that type of business yet. Yeah, they they ha- they really have not stepped into the shoes that investors had before. Um, you have some other banks that are kind of stepping into the void there. Valley Bank being one um, that are lending, and you know what you're hearing kind of in the market is they're open to lending, but when you really are getting into the details, uh, lending has definitely slowed, and it's been more difficult to find financing. Uh, the industrial, regular industrial, not the ones with the with the, the land problems. So yeah, um, industrial is still probably the you know the hottest market going, but it has regulated at this point. It, I won't say slowed because I think it had just exploded to be too fast um, uh, before you know during COVID because everybody really had to pivot and and move to you know you know, last mile, but like in, in, you know, immediately. Um, so I think it has, it has gone to a place where, you know, it's, um, it is still a great market. It's just not as crazy as it was a year but or two you, ago. You know, we were talking just before the the show uh, about three or four years ago, before COVID, you were on my TV show and you started two projects and they still haven't come to fruition. <laughs> so it, it's taking a little while longer in New Jersey, but things are going on. And yeah. I'm happy that you were here joining me this morning on the Solar Real Estate Report. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me.